energy to basically uh, ask um, if I wanted to watch The Masked Singer. And then once we started an episode, you just fall right asleep. So <laughs> that was like our day um, yesterday. I mean, the first one made me really lethargic, I think is a fair word. So, yeah, I think this one is going to. I'm trying to keep my blood sugar, the, anything I can control. I'm trying to keep my blood sugar level. And um, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Though there is still half of a small cake left. So I doubt I'm going to be able to leave that. To... Yeah, you can't. Hmm. You can't leave that alone, especially on a vacation week. You were sound asleep a minute ago. Now you're going to raise hell this whole time. Aren't you? <laughs> that was my cat when I tried to watch part of a movie before, like between work and uh, starting the show. Nice. Yeah. She got, I, uh, she got mad at me today because she had poop stuck on the back of her. And when I took it, you would have thought that like I stole her wallet. She was like <laughs> following me to the bathroom to see what I was going to do with it. Like, Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, funny. But uh, yeah, I am ready yeah. when you are. All right, let's do this. Let's start with the theme song. That was a loud son of a bitch this time. Hi, welcome to the Wrestle Down. Uh, my name is Jer. This is Mars. We talk wrestling every week. How you doing? I'm doing good, my man. I'm doing good. Uh, enjoying nice. on my uh, enclosed porch. Mm. Enjoying a delicious oh. zero yeah. Dr. Pepper. I, I'm I'm going to send you a picture later, uh, okay. and I'm going to also put it in the on the page of how bad of a zero like Dr. Pepper zero problem I've developed. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure it's like similar to my polar. Seltzer Could be issues, yeah. My my uh, ex went into the basement. Um, I was at work, and I was like, "Hey, can you go into the car to out of the truck to trunk to pick me out one so it's cold when I get home?" Yeah. And the only response that she gave was, "This is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> so it's bad. I have a problem. Yeah. I never do anything halfway. Yeah, no, except me dress too. occasionally. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to be home, you know. Yeah, Actually, that's not true. I've, uh, you're talking to the guy who has no mirrors in his apartment and uh, has closed all the, like, the, there's no sun gets in. Like, nice. Yeah. I live in a basement, so I don't have a choice when it comes to the sun. Well, same, same, same sort of thing. Like, uh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, you also have a basement situation. Yeah, the, um, it is the artist formerly known as my office is now my whole entire home. But, uh, you know, because I'm... Uh, uh, I don't feel like a good special man friend, but I guess I can go by the fact that, you know, like I still get happy birthdays, Merry Christmases from every single special lady friend ever. And uh, my nice. ex-wife allows me to roam around in this part of the house so that I can get a little uh, <laughs> vitamin B or, or nice. whatnot. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a, it's been a almost no wrestling week for me. Um, All right. Just because, uh, people got sick at work and I didn't want to say no to shifts because mm -hmm. I was not going to be around for two weeks. And, um, yeah. you know, the way it seems to work where I work, I don't know about anyone else or anyone in the corporate sector is that, uh, you feel bad when you get sick. Cause as opposed to like, you know, having any sort of contingency, it just means that somebody's going to work yeah, like, I hate uh, that. like 11 hours extra, you know? So, yeah. 
I hate that. Makes, I hate that mentality, and I hate the fact that like every job seems to make you want to feel that way. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I had the I was doing the corporate thing for a while, um, doing like local marketing, mm-hmm. and I remember this is a true story. Uh, and, and I have to say that um, I do love the people that I work for now. They take very good care of me, but it's just the beast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they, so I, I was working once and uh, I actually worked with my, uh, the you know, the person who at the time was my wife for the same company and I wasn't supposed to be. And they pretty much told me like, hey, do you want to like run the restaurant while she's out with her cancer stuff? Because she was diagnosed before me. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, I had come back. That's what it was. And I was like, absolutely not. Right. Yeah. That's, that's not what I'm going to do. And, um, it was a pizza company mm-hmm. and they had a buffet and I was putting the buffet. I didn't know, like, it's not what I do. You know, I booked promotions and stuff. So I was putting the buffet up when the mall that this particular restaurant was in opened. Right. Yeah. So they told me, We've heard, like on it, like I had, was in the grassy knoll. We've heard that you've been putting the pizza thing up at eleven instead of nine. I'm like, well, that's when the mall opens, right? Yeah. And they said, and keep in mind, I had just got back from L.A., like Long Beach. I had the best time of my life. I felt like a, a new me, you know. Yeah. And uh, they were like, um, you can't do that. I'm like, so just to be clear, yeah. I'm going to basically be throwing eight to 13 pizzas in the trash over that two hours, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not my, not my dime, you know, yeah. if you want to do that. Same guy, without missing a beat, goes next order of business. You have to keep your food costs down. <laughs> yeah, God, I hate that. I took the phone, handed <laughs> it to my assistant, uh, Brooklyn, and said, uh, I'll be right back. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Never once came back. Never looked back. <laughs> Just walked yeah. out of that place and never went back. Uh, I was I would, a burrito. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, uh, the only benefit, long story long, that that type of job had is if I came or didn't come, it didn't really affect anybody. Like I remember the first week that I was like a, a barista, somebody was sick, and like they were like, you know, scrambling to have somebody work double shifts and everything like that. Like, and I was like, oh, I don't mm. miss this from when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, that's why, honestly, I, I don't know that I'm a dedicated worker, but I'm known for just working all the time. And it's yeah. just because I don't want to deal with it. If I'm right. just there all the time, it doesn't matter if the place is on fire. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. But now I'm on vacation, and I hope we can at least do some cyber hanging out or something before I, uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, I got two weeks. I got after today. I'd say by June is safe. I'll be a safe human also, to be around. June 1st, I'll also be, like, completely nice but then, yeah nice so that, yeah that's the day yeah um so yeah let's uh so uh, did you watch anything other than the rebellion pay-per-view nothing i didn't i watched a lot very late of, for me too so you know. yeah i watched a lot of like you know i listened to a lot of wrestling podcasts and stuff like yeah. that but like it was just a, i was just kind of uh beat i had another health issue that made me like um stay put um, and that's the worst for me. I, I, it, I'm like yeah. you guys, uh, you know, in the, in the mass singer, like I, I, you know, sit still and if yeah. I can't get up and, uh, stretch my legs, I do have an off question thing to talk to you about. Okay. An off thing. 
Okay. Now I'm not done. Right. And it might fall off a cliff beforehand, right? <laughs> right. But I feel like you're you're part of a a, a, a pandemic of uh, preposterousness right now, my friend. Oh, okay. What what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Mortal Kombat's not that bad. I think it's I think it's terrible. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, it's like it's a like as opposed to Super Mario Brothers. Like, what's that good video game movie? Well. First off, Detective Pikachu. Second of all, um, <laughs> I I think I would give Mario Brothers credit for just being weird. I kind of enjoy that one just because it's so completely like has no idea what Mario Brothers is that it like circles around back. So I'm like, I like this. This is the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, Mortal Kombat. I felt like it was just trying to, it was trying too hard. Like the, I wish it had more of the crowd pleasing stuff. Is the thing mm-hmm. instead of like. Some crap wasting stuff at the beginning, then like ninety minutes of like nothing, and then like cool fight scenes and fatalities towards the end. Like I'm yeah. like, why are they fighting a CGI lizard when they could be fighting like people and doing shit from the games? You know, I was yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there that there's some stuff that worked, but also I was not um, impressed by it at all. I um. I have my only complaints are it's uh, and I think you said this in a way it's it's too tryhardy in the sense where it feels like an old Marvel movie like proto Marvel mm-hmm. movie yeah and the fights aren't that great like yeah, they're edited either. well they're put together well it's another way they're like an old you know it's like a before Russo brothers mm-hmm. Marvel movie like uh, they're just very heavily edited and like kind of put together and I feel that. Uh, you got some talent in there as far as like fighters yeah. go. Uh, yeah. Most importantly, uh, Theismann, who is, uh, you know, just probably, I mean, I'm a big uh, Edo fan. Uh, who, uh, in, in Edo and Theismann were in um, two of the best uh, martial arts movies uh, ever and definitely in the past 20 years and the night comes for us and uh, the raid. Yeah. But I think that they you know, they should have just let him. It was overbooked camera wise. Yes. They should have yeah. just let him fight. You know? Yeah. I'm um, like, I was disappointed because, like, the big climax is all of it's like all, it's like three or four fight scenes at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you don't get a sense of uh, continuity between them. Right. Just like, it's just a bunch of random, like, fists and stuff. And then, like, a fatality happens. And it's like, that's cool. But, like, as a fight scene, I'm like, come on, man. It's like, you're going to ape all the little things from the game, but you're not going to give me like a mid shot one-on-one fight. Like that's just right. basic. Like, you know, no, I, 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 I also I come from like a background of a lot of like martial arts movies. So like, I'm very picky about fight scenes. Can't, I can't wait to show you my, my, uh, my collection, you know, oh, yeah. like, cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the store the other day said they're, and I love this movie, but they said their favorite, uh, martial arts films, were uh kill bill one and kill bill two and they said what are yours and i said uh <laughs> writing writing wrongs uh with cynthia rathrock and young mm-hmm. biao um and fist the legend with, with gently oh, yeah. yeah but uh like i do i am enjoying yeah. how mean it is i didn't expect mm-hmm. that um how r-rated it is That's uh in, in the dialogue anyway i didn't expect that mm-hmm. um you know, the fights, you know, I, 
I swear I almost got kicked off the Star Wars podcast for complaining about the fights the first season of The Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I uh, am an action junkie. Uh, I would yeah. say that, you know, like, uh, if, I, if I could only pick two types of movies, it'd probably be slashers and action movies because even the worst ones are. It's like pizza and ska, but yeah. you know, even the, even the good stuff is fun, but like yeah. uh, uh, bad stuff. So, but I don't know. I just didn't know what I've so far. I, I will say I was disappointed in the fact I, you know, man, please, you know, this is the first Mortal Kombat movie that had legit fighters in it. Please give me yeah. legit fights, you know? Um, yeah. I, I didn't I really have like- that. Yeah, I really like the cast, but I think they wasted them at least so far. Maybe, maybe the sequel will you know break some of them back from the dead and use them. You know, Could better, be. But... I don't. I don't really know. I don't think that actress that plays Sonia. Um, yeah. But I think that uh, you know she's just an actress. Um, yeah. She moves as well as like, in my opinion, a um, uh, uh, like a. Uh, Scarlett Johansson or a um, um, man, I love her in everything. Uh, Charlize Theron uh, does, you know, especially if yeah. you see the difference between Atomic Blonde and Old School. Is that was all Old Guard or whatever? Like she really, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, is starting to become like an action thing. Or even um, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was in the Babysitter and she was in uh, uh, Guns About Akamo and um. um. Oh, um, I, I feel bad because she's one of my favorite current working actresses, but she's the, uh, like Samara really, Weaving, yeah, she, yeah. yeah, yep, she really has some like action chops, and it's kind of in, inherent in her. And like, I, you know, so like, I hope, you know, I don't know the end, but I hope that character has some, uh, some legs because I like it. Uh, but like, yeah. yeah, I don't know, I just don't know. My, my, I, I, I put it off for a few days, um. Mm. Because I was saving it for that Sunday, but I watched Invincible and Falcon, and I don't remember what I what I did instead. But um, it was you know you and Justin and whatnot, you know not not digging on it. I I took a step back, but I don't know. I I, I don't. I'm not saying that this is going to be on my top 13 list of the year, and I'm not saying that this is even my favorite movie I've watched this week. But yeah. I'm not getting anything that I'm not. I'm getting exactly what I expected. So I'm just yeah. not sure what you and everybody else was expecting. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I might be in the minority about like hating that movie, but you know, like it, it definitely delivers what you would expect, but I like want more, you know, I'm just, no, like, I agree. I agree. I agree on that aspect. A hundred percent. It's, it's seen, especially with warrior being super contemporary and, yeah. uh, you know, at least a partial American production, when you could see what, what this dude can do and then to see it all edited up, um, it's sort of like, you know, seeing uh, your favorite wrestlers on like a WWE program. I'm, I'm yeah. anxious to getting the payday. But, right. You know, uh, it's still, you know, it's it's the musical equivalent of their combat rock, I guess. Like, you know, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. finally getting paid, but, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, you're talking to a a a, a dude in a May shirt and a Faith No More hat. So I I feel like <laughs> my my 
I, I'm starting to get old and antiquated in my taste, but like I, I got exactly what I thought from Mortal Kombat. You know I, what I, I watched? I listened to Faith No More like last week at some point. Yes. So yeah, I, uh, all the time. I sh- I showed it to the kids that I work for. Um, they never left, so I never feel like I, you know, we had to be immune to each other's crap. Like they're they're here all the time. They're great, and uh, I put on their return at the download festival and didn't tell them who it was. Yeah, and they were digging it. But I, you know, when I told them, they were surprised because what happens with music moving so fast now is there's the stigmatism of, to them, they're corn disturbed and limp biscuit because that's when they were out and on the radio, you know. Right. So it was cool to change their minds. And, and Mike Patton is probably my favorite vocalist, um, yeah, aside from great. Danny Elfman, uh, because I'm a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> but did you catch anything? Have you seen? Uh, uh, beyond the mat, uh, not beyond the mat, uh, Dark Side uh, of Ring yet. I have not. I have not, and I should. Yeah, I Me haven't either. caught up with that, but I'm excited to. Uh, I did catch up on the SmackDown from last Friday because I can't okay. miss uh, a Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan match at the main okay. event. Um, which was excellent. That was a really good main event. I think it's worth going back and watching. Um, they did a, it, it's a very good like TV main event where it's kind of obvious who what's going to happen. And I went in knowing the result, but uh, the psychology of the match was very sound and Roman and Brian have like great chemistry. So I was going to be on board with uh, watching that no matter what. And the yeah. rest of the show was like a normal SmackDown, you know, right, right down to opening with like Bianca Belair comes to the ring and she's about to say something and she gets interrupted. And then uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, for some reason are interrupting her and then they get interrupted and then they go to commercial and it's a six person tag. Like when they get back, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also had a pretty good uh, rematch with Apollo Cruz and um, Big E, which is nice to see, you know, I mean, sure. It had no Nigerian drums involved, but it, it was, a it was a solid match, but it definitely, yeah, your comparison that like it's like seeing your favorite actor watch, yeah. uh, you know, collect a paycheck is how I feel about watching. Sure, like ninety percent of the WWE stuff, and then like the main event was pretty good for this particular episode. I, I want. I know I I am a cranky old man, so I'm not mm-hmm. playing one on the internet. But I want all wrestling to be awesome. Yeah, me like, too. And and that's at like you know I know there's awesome wrestling. Uh, you know, in regards to, you know, uh, Noah and um, GCW and uh, DDT that I'm not watching. Yep. You know, like, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, half of uh, Big Japan. Um, So, like, uh, I want to be completely, and I already am, but I I want it to be like, I don't know. I want to be alive once when wrestling is bulletproof and that's never happened like where yeah. if wrestling's on i could put it on and, and I'll, I'll see good wrestling and all the pieces are there um in front of the camera for sure mm-hmm. like yeah. um but like just some other pieces need to be moved around mm-hmm. and daniel bryan needs to go somewhere else yeah he needs to, i know it's really i i know that like he lost the match and he's barred from SmackDown, which by the way is such a, it's such a bad way of putting it. Like just say he's retired. Like don't, 
it's such like a specific thing that like immediately I'm like, oh, he's gonna pop up in NXT next week, or like he's gonna wind up on Raw for some reason. Right. You know, it's gonna be fine. Yeah, well, despite the fact it's kind of switched to be the A show now because of the yeah. amount of money and eyes, it's mm-hmm. really to every wrestling fan for the history of, of that show. Basically, like, you lose, get off the A show. Yeah, right. Get off the B show, and you can go to the show that has really good wrestling or the A show. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, it was just like painful hearing Michael Cole, like, every five minutes be like, if Daniel Bryan loses this match, he's barred from SmackDown. Like, oh, well, oh, well, <laughs> he gets, oh, he gets to go home to his beautiful wife and uh, his family. And then uh, maybe wrestle for another company that does it more or less the same. Okay. Right. Like the stakes it's, don't feel as high as they would if he was like, he's, he's retired. He'll never come back or whatever. Right. It's preposterous that they can't get commentary. Right. Or, or keep back in that old horse because yeah, we're in like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, Jim Ross isn't the Jim Ross that I fell in love with in WCW making it sound like a sport. And he's certainly not the Jim Ross that has all those famous calls, but he's flanked by the best, one of the best contemporary play by play mans and Mm -hmm. another, you know, really great character commentator. Um, You know, we'll talk about it, but I enjoyed the commentary on this. I thought it was different still. And, uh, I think that, you know, why can't they get it right? Like, it's just outrageous. Like, there's there's a glut of talent out there, like, most yeah. of which they've let go at some point. Um, all like there's, there's such, like, a, a toxic, like, corporate culture that just running through from, like, top down and maybe even bottom up. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, they just can't make any decisions. And nope. it's just this weird thing. Like, I don't think Pat McAfee and My- Michael Cole were not terrible, but it also just didn't for some reason didn't feel right to me and I don't know why but maybe if I watch more I'll be able to pinpoint it later it's probably like you know Michael Cole being controlled and McCaffrey just having a real feel for professional wrestling yeah that's probably you know you know uh, Michael well you get in the system for so fucking long that that's what it is you know what I mean and like you lose any flavor it's like um, it, it you know uh you know, in 10 years, five guys is going to be McDonald's because they've been doing it for so long exactly like they do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. It just bothers me. Like, commentary is such a weird thing and, and an important thing. Um, yeah. I just, I just don't know. But I want wrestling to be great in the same way. I, I mean, I, there's not really another comparison. I, I want it to be popular in the way I, I can't make anything work. Like I keep wanting to say like grunge, but that is like how the attitude era was where it was like very uh, based on, you know, a bunch, a, a couple of people and everybody duplicating it. But like, yeah. um, you know, we got such, such good shit now. Yeah. Um, I, kinda, you... I, I wish it was like reality TV in the sense that like people recognize that as a genre mm-hmm. and they know like what they're getting when they tune in, but they're not like above it, you know? Right. Or some yeah. people think they are, but it's not like, People who want to see it, see it. They know what they're getting. They're not, like, going to be, like, mad about it or whatever. But You, you know. know what? I, I agree with you 100%. Part of that has to be that, the, you know, like, uh, I'm more malleable. I'm of a generation that's more malleable. But everyone before me, hmm. you know, 
has to um, die. Like, <laughs> because, yeah, because they're just, you know, set in their diet and dual ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not going to get that attitude era numbers because none of those people were watching it for wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're not going to track them back unless you give them the base entered or, or their, you know, their new versions of them, unless you give them the base entertainment that they um, had. Right. Yeah. Don't don't bring that. Don't throw that in there or bring it in the house. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Did you doodles catch a mouse or something? No. <laughs> no. Hi, you can say hello. Hi. Yeah, KMC hello. just got home. Okay. <laughs> hello. Hello. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just kind of getting started, but yeah. go take a walk. All right. She said she was going to take a walk. I was like, take a walk. To it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like uh, realistic expectations have to be put to it. Yeah. And, you know, you said it very eloquently. I want it to be a genre in itself where I think me versus, say, uh, you know, we'll call a, 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 a perpetrator a perpetrator. Me, in, opposed to a me and a Jim Cornette. Mm. I look at it as an art form. So just because I don't like Yano doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a Yano, you know? Um, And, you know, it's it's just, it's a, uh, look how long it took to homogenize. Like if Mm -hmm. you really go back and watch, you know, WrestleMania 3 and, um, you know, those two, you know, those two, I think those tournaments were really, the WrestleMania 4 tournament was really the first time that that house brand was on a thing. And, you know, but that was still, that was what, 87, 88? I think 88. But yeah, so, um, you know, like uh, this type of wrestling on a big scale is in when I say type uh, nuanced is only mm-hmm. just starting. So I think we can get there. But, you know, part of the problem is, is that, and it sucks and it's never going to happen, but the only thing that will accelerate it, because they're doing all the same dumb shit that everyone yeah. else would be complaining about is if the, if the big boys jump in the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, because I, I think that this doesn't mean anything. How excited we are about the belt collector doesn't mean anything to anybody off the street. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, shall we get to the belt collector or at least get to the event about it? No, uh, uh, we, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. All right. Let's talk about impact rebellion, man. That I, we, we, we bought the pay-per-view. We watched it. I know. Um, we we have are... a Fight TV account. It's like we're going steady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us are regular Impact watchers, um, despite the fact they are also a Twitch show. So mm-hmm. we share <laughs> we share a, a website that we broadcast our shows on. Um, good for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what would you think of this pay-per-view overall? I, you know... I have to tell you something. Yeah. While this is not I'm trying to think of the most eloquent way to talk out of the other side of my mouth here. Okay. While this is not the best show we've watched all year. Yeah. On paper concept and execution of everything other than in ring. And there's nothing the matter with in ring at all. Most of it's mm-hmm. exemplary. Yeah. This is the best pay-per-view I've seen, not just all year in a long, long time because nice. Everything mattered. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There wasn't any 
super seemingly super hot shotted stories. Um, the only match that didn't seem like it had a lot of going into it, they did something interesting in the women's titles match by having mm-hmm. heel versus heel, essentially. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of if you take out the fact uh, when there was a last man standing match, I I groaned because. I, I feel like I get one of those every day, but like, you know, if, if you, if you in a bubble, this reminded me of an old great pay-per-view from the top to the mm-hmm. bottom. Every match was about a problem, a belt, uh, or, uh, 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 wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You know, yeah. like WCW was great in their low, you know, wouldn't it be cool? Like, well, yeah. we don't have anything for the Steiners to do. Wouldn't it be cool if they fought two Japanese guys, you know, like, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, though that may have been more that everybody in that, in that organization was in the main event because it was a war games night, but still they did stuff like that all the time. You know, Ligar coming, like Ligar didn't, um, make anyone come. It was just cool and made the show better. Yeah. And, um, junior division or their lightweight division or whatever they called it at the time. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I was really happy with it. Um, yeah. I I, uh, I guess my two complaints are, um, man, that crowd noise is is dumb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and this was a show without a uh, out out of out an arena without a crowd. This this yeah. would have been maybe a better show if. Um, there was people there, you know? Yeah. Right. So, and I, and again, I, I thought it was, was a great show. I'm really glad we did. I just had a few, I mean, I wanted to see Kenny Omega, but like, yeah, uh, there was enough guys there that I haven't seen in forever that I was excited to see what a, you know, 2021 Eddie Edwards looks like, or, you know, or, or is going on. And, you know, I, I, I'd read a lot about Sammy's shenanigans, but I'd never, I haven't seen them really. So. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on the crowd noise. Um, there were times where I was just like, uh, like, like my brain was trying to figure out where the noise is coming from when like there's crowd noises, but there's zero crowd, and it's like, are they like, is that fake noise or is it behind the camera or you know, behind the hard camera or something like that? Right. But no, just just fake noise, which is uh, weird. Um, Have a good walk, Kim. Yeah. Bye-bye, um, Jara says goodbye. <laughs> and he says, stay out. <laughs> I do not say the second thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I, I agree. And my only other complaint about this isn't about that. It's about the way they're handling. At some point, Tony Khan saw Vince in Memphis mm-hmm. and thought that was the coolest shit ever. And, and even like Jerry Lawler and how like it was a flip of things. But that yeah. just doesn't work. Like. Because as a novelty as it is now for us to see that, like WWF fans weren't seeing Memphis programming. So, you know, you have the same people playing different characters in the same universe. And this belt thing would have meant so much more. It would have been so much less hokey if the only time you saw Tony Khan was if they cut to him at the like at ringside at the thing he's there. Yeah. That's how important it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, but he doesn't need to be on camera. 
I agree. Yeah. Um, if there's one thing, I just yeah, they have such a. If there was one thing I would complain about, I would want to cut a match. I don't even know which one. They're all very good, or and like you said, they're all very uh, consequential. Mm-hmm. It's just like it was just a lot of matches that were very short, and I would rather have one right. or two of them stick out in the middle. Um, right. Better because they're all, like look at the match times. They're all about in the ten minute range, with a couple exceptions. Um, well, they they haven't like even if you look at the um, the way uh, the X division match was set up, yeah, they haven't figured out that awesome stardom sprint thing of like they tried to, as opposed to make a match built around the time that they have and the yeah. style that they use. They try to fit a whole match into the time that they have. Yeah, right. Uh, you want to talk about the X division match because I like that one a lot. Uh, I only knew, I guess, I knew two, it was three people, right? I knew. Th- yep half of them and i was fans of uh of of half of them um and uh i was i don't think i've ever seen the champion or the guy who was champion at the outset um ace theory or what's the no Uh, ace austin Uh, ace austin yeah yeah yeah. okay so i don't know josh alexander so oh he was part of a great team with uh what's his name that showed up uh in um showed up at the uh, AAW pay per view. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, because uh, I've slept, so now I'm back to being useless. Um, <laughs> but like they were called the North in TNA, but um, they oh, were right, incredible yeah. in uh, pro wrestling gorilla, they were just a little bit bigger than everybody else, and they wrestled like that. Yeah, um, cool, cool, cool team. But um, I Maybe like I've him. seen him as part of the North, then I don't know, but but I, yeah. yeah. This is my first time seeing the singles, I guess. It's funny how they keep ending up together because Alexander didn't go to evolve. I don't think like I so. um, But like, yeah, man. Like, uh, I'm and I'm also like a big mark for the collegiate legit Mm -hmm. shooter guy too. Me too. Yeah. uh, um, You know, I I like him. I I do. I did think at some point they got rid of the pretense of. X division being opened and now it's uh, being like weight driven, but I guess maybe not now. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know uh, what the deal is with uh, that. Yeah. Because 230 beats uh, that that New Japan junior weight limit by like 10 pounds and uh, or, or at least five pounds. And they're cruiserweight their small division is way bigger than most you know people who are doing it right i don't know maybe it's a style thing at this point yeah i mean that's keep it at a very fast pace which i enjoyed a lot yeah um yeah i like it i liked it because it it's clear that they come down kind of trying to emulate that um classic angle styles smojo like three-way match from that's one of my favorite matches of all time yeah it's great it's not like one of those wwe ones where someone gets knocked out of the ring and then they stay lying down for five minutes like everyone's always coming in and out there's just a lot of action a lot of uh, triple threat moves or uh, uh, three-way moves whatever um i love that um suplex russian light sweep thing that i think was what josh alexander did that right it's great stuff um, yep all around yeah, I love it. And I, I think that like a lot of people will say, oh, they just did a whole bunch of stuff and everything else. But um, uh, this isn't a hard match to book or a hard match to do, but no. it's a hard match to do this well. 
because yeah. there's a certain amount of skill to it. Like there's timing, there's mm -hmm. the athleticism, and there's also, as you find out, like not every pro wrestler, no matter what their style is, is is conditioned to go, 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 go. Yeah. So um, you know, like I, I really enjoyed it. I'm a I'm a I'm an Ace Austin fan now. Um I uh I I like you know TJP is somebody who I always liked and mm -hmm. uh I, it probably has more to do with that he's always been everywhere that I've watched for a while than anything he does and you know as long as he shuts his mouth I I enjoy him right. in the yeah. ring but um it was a good you know a lot of different styles a lot of different stuff everybody used their styles you know mm -hmm. and everybody was there for every stuff I, I really liked it yeah me too uh, TJP is a guy I begrudgingly like because mm -hmm. sometimes he, he he just comes off super unlikable whether he's playing a heel or not, and then mm -hmm. he's also just really solid in the ring. So I've never yeah. I've never had complaints about him from like an in ring perspective, but mm -hmm. uh, just sometimes he just rubs me the wrong way in ways that are not kayfabe. But in I this think context, he perfect. I think he has that thing that people claim Randy Orton has, yeah, I, I, or, or we claim McDonald's does is that. <laughs> Uh, or I said McDonald's or uh, five guys will do yeah. is that he's been doing it since he was like 16. I think he started, you know, mm -hmm. so a, he's young still and yeah. B like it's possible to get too many reps, I, you know, and, and it yeah. starts, you know, he seems just a little too uh, perfect for me sometime, but you know, again, from when he was frigging getting beat up in new Japan to being, uh, a masked luchador allegedly named Cobra in um, yeah. Ring of Honor and <laughs> yeah. his dumb character in in uh, Lucha Libre USA. Mm. Um, uh, it uh, is pretty, you know, he, he's just good. He's a solid hand. You, he's he's uh, not as good or, or, or as in a little better talker, but it's like having like a Jerry Lynn or a Bobby Eaton on your, on your show. Like you're like, you know, they're just good to not a good hand, mm -hmm. but good to have. Like, I, I yeah. think there's a difference, you know, you, you'll have a lot of good hands, uh, yeah. but like having somebody that you can have put anywhere, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah. A great start to a, a very good show. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had a, a an eight. No. Well, okay. Yeah. There we go. Eight. I, it was written weird on cage match. I was like, mm -hmm. wasn't it an eight man tag? Yes, it was. Uh, Violent by Design uh, fighting Team Impact, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. Lydia Edwards, Chris Saban. Uh, I think the big, this was mostly about putting over uh, the, the wrestler formerly known as Big Cast, now right. Morrissey, mm -hmm. uh, as a, a legit threat. He looked great. Yep. That's how, this is how you put over a big man. Like, mm -hmm. those are, you know, if they weren't your top guys, they were the ones that were, you know, carrying your federation's banner. Mm -hmm. There was an, uh, two world champions and an X division champ. Uh, and I know that, um, uh, Willie had held some title there at some point. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And, you know, he just like went through everyone and they managed to have a good match in the middle of that. Unlike how they handled the big guy, stuff in the middle of the wrestlemania matches you know right yeah i i hope he's escaped from whatever 
you know, association meets oh, maybe mental illness, maybe demons, whatever that he seemed to have, because I, yeah. I thought he looked great. Um, and at the end, like just great character work too. It just all, it all came together. Like everything worked well in the yeah. match itself. I think if there were people there, like they mm. would have been, you know, that would have been like throwing babies in the air, excitement <laughs> yeah. sometime because they, um, you know, it was just, it was just a wild fracas. And mm. uh, thus again, there was some sort of stakes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, though it's funny that I feel like wrestling companies almost can't avoid this doing like almost two invasion angles at the same time. All, all <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems to happen yeah. over and over again. Like, I mean, even if you, sorry, they're all copying uh, the NWA or right. yeah, the NWO. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just like chasing that, uh, that, that money that was there in the nineties. Right. I mean, even if you look at like the parody between, say, you know, Suzuki Gun and the Bullet Club, like as far as yeah. their like overall presentation and their gang like thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they're both doing uh, on paper the same thing, you know? Right. Um, you know, and, and again, I th- also think people are forgetting that the NWO worked initially and, and to a lesser degree, the war versus, or uh, was it war? No, it was a. Uh, uh, F, what was it? They called it. It was the same as uh, Bill Watts fed. Holy crap! I'm back. Um, yeah. It? No. Uh, UWF. UWF. There uh, we go. The, yeah. it, you know, it was the idea of like there was something at stake in the sense where in the UWF they were legitimately f- legit fights yeah, versus like, that, like yeah. pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, in the NWO it was basically whether they put it or not like WWF wrestling versus wrestling, you know, like, so when you just kind of have a bunch of guys and they're in a faction, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. It always feels like a lot of, especially a lot of the modern ones, it feels like the the invading faction is just like guys who use weapons uh, is the big difference rather than like a set, like style or uh, an attitude difference otherwise. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Like, but I do think I've always had big hopes for a uh, big cast. So I'm hoping that like he's cleaned up everything and he's mm-hmm. on a good path. And, you know, this is a good place for him because yep. uh, he looked fantastic and he, you know, they, they did a really good job booking a match to his strengths. Uh, Eric Young continues his second life as like this character that is unrecognizable from either the if you watch his early indie stuff as like mm-hmm. an HBK ripoff to his comedy wrestler and early TNA to now. Yeah. You know, like, um, I, I like that. I was, it took me a minute to figure out who Diener was. Right. And I don't yeah. know if I like that more or less, like it's definitely less cartoony, but it's a little more generic. A little bit. Yeah. I feel like, a. A lot of the guys who were in um, Violent by Design are, I mean, I know Rhino's in there, but, like, there is a little bit of a generic, like, like I said, they're just, like, a faction of Outsiders guys who mm. I've, yeah. like I've seen before, but I like, individually, I like them all, and, you know, Rhino's, Rhino's, it's good He's to see him, they still around. Still timeless, he doesn't look to yeah. see to miss too many beats. I, I will tell you this. No disrespect to even Eddie Edwards, who, mm-hmm. you know, l- local guy, um, though he went back to the cornrows later on, which I uh made me hate him originally, Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah. Like uh uh Joe Doring 
mm-hmm. you know, between the ropes when when the rubber hits the road was is and you wouldn't know it from watching him in these situations, Ian, so much better than anybody else that's in that match. Um Yeah. You know, he he I'm glad he's on the show. I'm glad he has a job. Um, but it's just not it, you know, like uh like I would have loved to have seen him beat up James Storm for for a match or whatever else, you know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he does a little more by himself. Yeah. Down the I'm line. sure this isn't the end of uh this feud. Right. Especially you know, with Eric Young Hurt, you would think that they'd keep it going until he's uh healthy again. Yeah, for the blow off. Yeah. Um yeah, that was a solid match. And then uh should we move on to the next match? Yeah, yeah. All right, we had uh Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona, um former WWE guys. Uh, former tag team partners, best friends. Uh, yeah, a lot of stake, a lot at stake for uh, this match. And I thought it was mm-hmm. very good, though they're yep. both guys where I'm not like, I'm never wowed by their in-ring work. I think they're both better character guys. So nope. um, I was fine with this one being short. And It also kind of felt like a sprint. Yeah. Like they, all, I felt like they designed the match around what they had as opposed to, yeah. you know. It was the best WWF WWE match that you're going to see in a while, it seems yeah. like, because they are still doing that. Um, and I worry from seeing both of them and wanting to like them more because, you know, there's a, there, I'm incredibly charmed by their internet presence that I, I feel like for the most part versus each other is as great as you're going to see them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they probably put a lot of, you know, they've been doing that match for years. Yeah. So, um, you know, in living rooms and behind the house and in the toy aisle. So, (laughs) like, you know, it was great. Again, uh, I I, I feel like if I go back and watch this show, uh, I'm going to be mystified by the lack of botches or mistakes or whatever when they, where they should have happened. You know, like in some of these early matches. Um, I really, uh, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I was happy to, um, two of my best friends are big major wrestling fans and I don't really have, um, a horse in that race yet other than from like afar. So I was psyched to, to kind of feel like I was part of like seeing that thing. I, I liked them. I thought the hype package, oh, yeah. um, did plenty. It's weird. I don't know how I would have felt about it if I was as engaged with their on. Uh, we got to get over that. Like, like even though we know it's not real and we know mm-hmm. that Michael Ja White and Scott Atkins are best friends, yeah. like that movie isn't as good if they leave their podcast to go have a prison fight. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so wrestling has to get by that. It's in a weird limbo state of, for people to enjoy it, they have to not bring back kayfabe. That's not the problem, but mm. at least try. Yeah. You know I think, what I mean? Yeah. I think it's just harder to earn, you know, and, but it is a thing that you can earn. And when you do, it's, it's magical, you know? Right. But like this is, yeah, this is one of those things where like, there's such, they're so out there in their internet presence, like just open mm. for the world to see that it's like hard to. Right. Buy. But I, the ending did get me. I did think that uh, Matt Cardona's knee got like screwed up. Um, mm-hmm. And then I saw, I was like scrolling through his Twitter earlier today to like, Hey, did his, 
this was that like a work or not? And then I feel like he, he they had a rematch on uh, Impact and uh, he won that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean uh, there was not a single thing to matter with this match. And while I was watching it, I didn't think that, but yeah, my excitement certainly ebbed when you know again like the the uh, wrestling isn't movies in the sense where it's movies aren't live. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so. The bleed is further than, you know, Thanos and Tony Stark hanging out in real life or being on a comedy skit on a late night show. It's yeah. like, you know, where it's only one element of it. And that element either has to be driven by, again, competition or of, or greed or revenge. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you could do two of those and keep them. But doing the heel babyface type thing just doesn't work for me like that's one of the things that is making uh i'll never call wrestling fake but like mm. uh making it flimsy you know what i mean because i can't like word. especially because like you know like uh i don't know like uh I, I, he was a heel before he got before cardona got there but like mm. that's a babyface tag team that you don't yeah. need to do a thing. They've already made their characters, you know? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know, but it was great. But it, again, I don't have a single complaint about that match. Like, a nice, solid three star match uh, without, like, I don't know. That's just not my. Uh, I can appreciate that flavor, but, you know, that very WWE style. Yeah. Specifically, it looked like a WWE style New England uh, type match, like, oh. is very. Uh, you know, just not my fave. I don't mind it, but you know, never you'll very seldom will you see one of those type matches be a favorite match of mine. Same, yeah, yeah. It's it's a match that like if it had been on a WWE pay per view, I would be like, wow, that was better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like as it is on like a show where like pretty much all the matches were very good mm-hmm. uh, or three star, like in the two and a half to three and a half like range, I would say most of these matches were so. It was like, okay, well, that was, you know, another uh, very good match. Right. Um, but then we had uh, the first uh, the first side of the knockouts. Uh, mm-hmm. The knockouts tag team title match was Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering uh, versus Fire and Flavor, which is Kara Hogan and Tasha Steeles. Um, and Jordan Grace and uh, Rachel Ellering won the, the titles. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, though I like everyone involved, and this is my first... Uh... What are they called? Fire and Flame? or Fire, Fire and Flavor. Yeah. yeah, Flavor, right? Um, yeah. They do seem to be like, uh, you know, amalgams or knockoffs of multiple WWE characters. Yeah. But like, I mean, in the in-ring, they were fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. And I like, I like uh, Jordan Grace uh, a lot. And I was happy to see... Um, uh, Ellering was better in the ring than she was like character wise or emoting. Like, yeah, but I, I, you know, I liked all the stuff. I thought the match set was fine. This probably would have been what I cut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. Like it, I, I it, wouldn't, I, I didn't dislike it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's crazy to me that fucking jazz from 1990, something like yeah. arced over two storylines in this, uh, pay per view, but yeah, um, you know, like I, I'm, I'm glad that they, 
you know, like, again, like, you know, like that was a cool thing. There was a mystery partner. It was for the belts. Um, uh, I feel like their women's division doesn't get recognized as high as it should for very shallow reasons, but, um, right. There's some incredible talent in there. And, uh, and, and I like, I would, to be honest, uh, I would love it not to be called the knockouts. Like, I think that's a bit regressive, but yeah, I know. I guess they must, I mean, the brand's been there for 20 years ish now. So, right. But like, yeah, I think, um, yeah, they, I feel like they, the, the knockouts division has like kind of that NXT problem where you get attached to somebody and then they, they're gone and they're right. you know, starting fresh in like AEW or uh, NXT or WWE. So it's like, I, I, I understand not, I haven't checked, I haven't changed this thing since the first match. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they, I think they always have done right by their women's division completely like better than definitely better than AEW, better than wwe probably on par with nxt uh depending but like yeah i was i was happy to see this one i thought the ending was very sudden like i literally watched half of it twice because i was like that was weird like it just kind of like ended on a roll-up i think right Um, so i did i appreciate they didn't quite nail it but i did appreciate the spot where um i think jordan grace um backdrop somebody over the top rope and she caught Rachel other ring with the cutter. There's mm. there's some nifty stuff, like some neat spots in there that I really enjoyed. But yeah. The pace yeah, yeah. was a little weird. Yeah. I do want uh an Ellering uh strong smile t shirt. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that was awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean again there was nothing the matter with this. It was just um I do think that fire and flavor could have played more to the size differentiate than they, they did. But you know, I, I liked, you know, all the double team tactics and it it was good. It just, um, I I think that this comes down to, for me, um, it was all dependent on the in-ring work for me Mm because this was the only time that I felt like the, the hype package was kind of convoluted. Right. You know, yeah, so. because it was focused a lot on jazz, and right. she's not in the match. She's just uh, on the outside giving them advice, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I, I I'm glad jazz is getting a paycheck in mm-hmm. 2020. Um, she was she was working the indies for a while. I was shocked when uh, when I was into uh, pro wrestling Eve, like she popped up there, and I was like, holy shit, she's not only still working, but also. Uh, working in the uk for some reason that's cool yeah she had a great trio in one of the years of king of trios with um yeah uh victoria and mickey james mm-hmm. and they really were kind of like doing the looking down on everybody thing yeah. it was it was fun it was good um but like yeah I, I i mean there's nothing the matter with this and i wanted to like it more than i did because i you know uh right. really like jordan grace but um um and, and i think that like uh, you know, she's uh, she's who I want to be Bailey, to old Bailey to a degree. You know what I mean? Right. Like, um, you know, she's just a, a, a really good cat's scratching a chair so vibrantly that it's shaking. Um, I, I just, <laughs> I it you know, corner of it, yeah. Yeah, I really want her to uh, be the face of that division. Yeah. And she just got a little bit 
to go. So. Right. Yeah. I am a fan of her and Ellering being the champions, though. I'm always in favor of like a uh, a team of two power wrestlers, like Steiner style. Like, yeah, I love it. Tough thing to you know overcome. Eventually, someone will you know beat them, and it'll be hype. I uh, adored the uh, uh, the um, the something something fucking machines in um, pro wrestling gorilla when it was Mike, yeah. Big Mike and uh, Cage. Right. Um, I, I was I was actually expecting uh, Paul Ellering to come out when Jazz did. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I don't know. I, I would I would, and I wouldn't be too upset if they gimmicked it up a little because uh, of her heritage in some way. Um, yeah. you know, and, and, and kind of her heritage is in being Paul Ellering's daughter, and, um, you know, and just became to a degree monsters, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Which is well, totally contradictory to what I just said. I want, would like Jordan Grace to do so. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of monsters, uh, the last, the next match was the Trey Miguel versus Sammy Callahan last man standing match. Um, who the fuck is Trey Miguel? And why is everybody know. losing their damn full mind? <laughs> I've definitely heard a lot of about him being great going in, uh, but I've never seen a, a match of his before. And this one probably was not the one to show off what he can do because, I mean, he took some great bumbling, like 90% Sam Callahan yeah. uh, doing his, his, his thing, which is not my thing. Nope. Uh, but he does. I mean, I like, I like him in matches, but yeah. My dislike of this match had nothing to do with this match. I just had how many fucking times. Like, if you even just chart since SummerSlam and Steen's uh, uh, match with Reigns to now, how many yeah. of these have we fucking seen? Yeah. Like, yeah, and this it, wasn't uh, an exceptional version of it either. No. I think, was, and they, I think I had a lot of problems with this match. Like, I, uh, it was fine, but also I think the ending was kind of dumb. And the way that it was so one-sided um, mm. hurt it. Uh, right. The ending looked like very strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I agree hundred percent. And I, 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 I don't like, uh, I would have liked this more and I've seen him do it. If Sammy Callahan just beat the shit out of him as opposed to like built a house every single time he wanted to do a move. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, I in a vacuum, this was a gimmick match. There was a yeah. feud, mm -hmm. you know. It mattered. I, 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 I don't understand the feud. I, I mean, the feud, the buildup of the feud, I understood. Um, I, I feel like wrestling has a bad habit of skipping to this type of match, right? When they could have had, like, you know, you're supposed to have this match, and then have this other match to to settle the score because they couldn't make it happen in one, two, or three regular yeah. matches. So, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I have. <laughs> The ending uh, had uh, Sammy trying to pin Trey under some stairs, um, and Trey snuck out the back. But it's like that doesn't work. Like we've seen those stairs; they're hollow. You can go right. in, and then you know she snuck up behind him and hit a cutter on a table, um, which was like nearly his only offense in the match. So mm -hmm. some very memorable stuff though on the along the way. So I was like on board with it, but there was some parts of it that like I just couldn't buy. Right. Whatever they do next, they'll be able to put together a good package you know yeah so yeah it's true too but i don't i don't again i i just the um 
the O'Reilly Cole match. Yeah. That was just at the past WrestleMania weekend. Did the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather just see these guys fight. Yeah. You know, and I've seen them do a hardcore match in two different federations. And it's awesome because it starts, you know, they do their shit. And then, you know, the second part is, you know, I, I don't mind building to the mayhem. It's yeah matches that are all mayhem just isn't my jam. Usually. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And last man standing matches. I I'm always hesitant about them. Like usually they want to pretty okay, but like I'm always like not sure I'm going to like them going in just because there's like a 10 count. So right. There's a lot of like, I threw you through two tables and now I'm going to, like you said, set up a house on the other side of the ring while the referee counts. And Oh, I just watched a guy get up for eight seconds. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I agree hundred percent. And it's the same argument with some, um, some people have that aren't Japanese wrestling fans or MMA fans with submissions. Yeah. Um, because, um, you don't get the three, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of lacks drama. Um, right. Especially now that it's been homogenized to just be tapping out and you don't have the guy screaming that he gives yep. up or whatever, you know? So yeah, you don't uh, get the hand thing, but yeah. <laughs> right. But like, uh, I don't know if I like the Texas death match version of this better where you got to pin the person first or not. Right. Yeah. Like, cause then the pins start to get, you know? Yeah. Then you got the pin, and then you got to count afterwards, and it's a little... Right. It's also convoluted. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on to the next match, I guess. it's the. If you just... If you left at the beginning and just tuned back in, we're pretty much contradicting everything we said at the beginning about how good the show was. (laughs) I know, I'm... I think I might have tweeted this on our account, but, like, I was like, I really like the show, but I don't know if I'm going to sound like it talking about it because like it's just there's like stuff that's like it's there's so many little things but they did so much well that i think the thing about impact is that they do the basics of wrestling well which is something you can't take for granted (laughs) when the biggest wrestling company in the world doesn't but it's also like it would be boring to be like well you know they they you know they they did have feuds and they paid off well um that's something in 2021 uh, or like they had matches that made sense or the psychology mm-hmm. of them was fine. They were given enough time to tell a full story. That's also not a given. Uh, there was no setting a man on fire and then him, he's coming back in a week. Uh, right. Situation. So. And everything, uh, and everything to the best of my understanding, moved the story along a little. Yeah. You know, yeah, there, was, like, there definitely wasn't like a, an intercontinental title match that was booked, uh, half an hour before the airtime, you know? Right. Yeah. Like everything felt like, you know, I don't know who is actually booking that show, but he's, uh, it's very thoughtful. Yeah. There's def, they're definitely doing a very good wrestling show week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they just don't have the star power or the hype or the fan base behind them to like bring it all together in a way that like catches fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like they could in any week. Um, I mean, there's weird stigmatisms, right? Because, yeah. you know, like, we're, like, I don't think very many people's quality of wrestling is as enhanced by having, being on a network or even having a major television deal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you had put 
uh, even ECW money marketing behind 2005 Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, and just found a way or, or current or, or of two years ago is PWG. Mm-hmm. You would have had you you could have had a, a a hit in a in a distribution method that wrestling doesn't use uh has never used to be a big success uh, it's always been like a secondary thing or or a means to an end yeah. but i think that um the bandwidth helps but i think we're conditioned or or wrestling fans in general or or those people who i uh, I want to clarify, I didn't wish they died, but uh, I don't think anything's going to change until they do die, or at least the speakers yeah. in their, 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 at least the batteries in their megaphone die. Um, that they, uh, there's a stigmatism to the Twitch thing, right? Right. You know, yeah. and probably even from people who are not as, uh, you know, not as smart, handsome, and wise as you and I, who, you know, say like, fuck them, they're on, like, me and my buddy talk about, you know, NASCAR for five hours on Twitch every week. Like, you know, how cool can they be if they're on the same thing as me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I mean, they've also got this long history of, you know, being very hot and then like blowing it completely or being like, just like a day away from being completely bankrupt. So it's Mm -hmm. like hard to, you know, it's like, no matter how much we can beat the drum of like, they're doing a consistently good job. Like it's, They could could come out tomorrow. Then, oops, uh, they didn't you know pay any of the wrestlers ever, and you'd be right. like, ah, crap. You know they're fighting from under for sure. Yeah, um, and I you know and a lot of name changes and a whole bunch mm-hmm. of uh, of stuff. But again, it's the ban the the bandwidth they had at one time killed them for that stuff because like yeah, nobody in Ring of Honor that's a Ring of Honor fan now. And granted, they've moved very laterally through their thing. Talks mm-hmm. about the fact that they didn't make; they were almost bankrupt. That they had a sex scandal. That they had like all this other. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's everyone knows that. If you flip this around and all that shit happened with this audience, you wouldn't be. You know, it'd be Pat Patterson and and whatever other. Yeah. You know, weird scandals that they had. You know, at the time, so uh, it it does suck. But I think that you know, hopefully, this raises their bandwidth, and you know. They, ironically, they've always been a much bigger deal in Japan than they've been, or everywhere else than they've been in the United States. So, yeah. You know, yeah. hopefully, you know, if just Finju's coming over, hopefully that, you know, continues. So I, I just think that you're right in, in saying that it's a tough sell for them. But I think at the same time, they don't. I think they're also going a long way in their branding. Like I felt like their commentary was very unique. There wasn't like a heel guy. There wasn't like a mm-hmm. contrarian. There was like, it just felt like sports, you know, like yeah. basketball commentary, a hockey yep. commentary. Yeah, um, we, were, we were chatting before the show that we both like really enjoyed D'Lo on uh, D'Lo Brown right. uh, on commentary. Yeah. He did a really good job. He very sounds like insightful. Samoa Joe actually. Yeah. I was thinking like, he sounds like nice Taz was the way I felt. Right. Like just not like <laughs> not like the gritty like tough guy Taz, but like a very nice guy on commentary with like some good insights about like you know uh, conditioning right. and uh, different aspects of wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and not to mention everybody shits on TNA for certain things and rightfully so, yeah. but um, that's not that product. Like I I've, even me not watching it felt like when they ended up on travel TV and had new owners. 
that yeah. felt like a definite, like I wasn't afraid Jeff Jarrett was going to show up or, you know what I mean? Like it felt like yeah. a definite, but I mean, I don't know, like they don't, uh, you know, they just have to find their niche and I think they definitely have the roster to do it. Same. I agree. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the tag team title match, which was uh, one where the forbidden door was open. We got Finn mm-hmm. Juice and the good brothers. Yeah. Uh, I, this is a match that I wish I had more time, especially mm-hmm. being a title match third from the uh, third from the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very quick, but like we got some good stuff in there. It was just a solid tag match. I, I feel like both these, uh, all four of these guys, are guys who uh, are very good at doing a greatest hits package, but mm-hmm. can really get going once they've gone through all that shit and percolate. As we've seen, like the Good Brothers in. Um, their FMW six man, uh, AEW six man matches. Yeah. Um, somebody mentioned uh, uh, the um, Ventura Adonis uh, similarity between the two, and I really like that. Yeah. Um, I think that was Striker who brought that yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he brings up a good thing like that. Sometimes he quotes like eight Morrissey songs because a guy's named Morrissey. Like, uh, it's 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 give and take with him right yeah i i again like i i i i can't it's it's almost like um uh, you know like a a director like that i don't i don't like any of their movies and then i like one and then i'm like kind of like on like well i don't yeah. usually like them but yeah Maybe yeah. I'll like the next one. And then it's right. like, oh, now he's quoting the Bible and getting yeah. it wrong somehow. <laughs> one of, I don't know. I mean, obviously he, he skipped school a lot uh, on both sides of the uh, job. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that, you know, I, I do think it's better than Josh Matthews and somebody yes. else. He's got um, more personality than like the WWE, like right. play-by-play guys, which I like. Uh, it's just like sometimes it's like okay, you can calm down a little bit. Like you're not you're not more of Ronaldo, as we find out right uh, when we actually have him. Mm-hmm. And he's he also has some credibility in the sense that this is more like when um uh I can't remember his name, but the Red Sox broadcaster I liked ended up going to like Atlanta or somewhere. Like no, it's not yeah. like he's just a guy that came out of nowhere. Like he's like a credible guy yeah. that's been on two national television shows and yeah you know so that so that works and D'Lo is a is a uh D'Lo is uh to a, a degree jerry lynn in the sense where mm-hmm. he was awesome everywhere he went he was awesome in yep. original tna he was awesome in wwf he was awesome in ring of honor yep. uh he was awesome in all japan during that sense he was awesome everywhere he went so like yep. again that the team has some credibility but i mean in the same way like we're not wrong to expect more out of this match because of how good everybody is and yeah. whether it's time or whatever else. I, I happen to think that juice like in G1, I'll hate the beginning of a juice match, but eventually he'll like get me back because at the beginning yeah. he does all of his shit, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like, so both these guys are really good teams that didn't have, um, I don't know. Like, it just should have been better. But yeah. that said, for what was there, no complaints. You know, again, right. um, if you hear these guys' Japanese credentials and never saw them, you might be disappointed because, you know, right. you could have put the uh, 
the major brothers match in with this and they all would have kind of blank because they all have that kind of WWF style. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you're right. It definitely felt like a getting the shit in kind of match and then it kind of just ended with a roll up um, that also felt kind of sudden for me because I was like, oh, it's a, you know, this, I feel like it, they could have presented it as more of a big deal because it's a Jap, it's a New Japan um, tag team and I mean, Good Brothers are also New Japan tag team, but they're also just world traveled. Like it's right. A, and you know, contemporary yeah. like greatest of all time kind of thing, like kind of mm-hmm. a dream match. Yeah, no, and it's true. Like, not that it's as bad as the WWE does it, but like they've almost, I don't want to say they devalued both those teams, but as yeah. long as they did it tastefully, like I'd be pissed if, you know, they were up in that anything that had fin juice and it was a, you know, potentially a dream match at this point. But like, the reality was they could have brought it a little closer to that. They could have made it, you yeah. know, it's not the Kenny Omega match, but like, uh, you know, it, it, there's a weird paradox to it. Cause if you look at it logically, even though Finn juice has the titles in a, a wrestle on a bigger stage. Um, are you kidding me? What you're about to do right now? Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello doodles. Um, uh, it's more important for Finn Juice to beat the Good Brothers, I think. Like, it's more prestigious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, hopefully, I mean, I would like, if they flipped it, if the Good Brothers showed up and won the New Japan tag title when it mm-hmm. when it's available. You know, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I know why it's going slowly, but, like, I'm impatient and just want all this to go a little faster. But I just... I. Again, if you watch this match, especially if it's your first time seeing any of these guys, like you'll like it a lot because they they Damn. they're great and they do good. But like, I just wanted like I'm always waiting for both Finley and uh, Juice to uh, take it to another level, and and it's a little more disappointing because Finley had very recently, yeah, you know, hot New Japan uh, Cup string, yeah, right. So, yeah, I feel like you know, he was not very memorable in this match. Um, no, nope. it was mostly yeah, Finn and uh, Gallows. I don't remember another, but I don't remember. Like the problem is that I remember I liked it. I was happy with it. Um, yeah. It's funny. I had uh, I didn't download the app on my iPad, so I was uh, um, airplaying it from my phone. So I had to. Uh, yeah. I, I like I'm so unversatile. I'm like, how am I going to do my style <laughs> ratings? <laughs> but uh, so I, I can't remember what I gave it, but um, uh, you know, there was again nothing wrong with it, it was fine. Um, it would have been better if you took out if you gave that dumb hardcore match, which is my least favorite match on the show. Uh, and, and that may sound contradictory because I said get rid of the women's tag match, but um, uh, you know, uh, the, the hardcore match at least the stakes. I understood a little more, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, if you got rid of both of those and let these guys do, you know, 15 minutes or something like it would have been a much better match and a much more memorable match. Yeah. yeah. You know? Right. Um, yeah. So let's get on to the, uh, the women's, uh, the knockouts title Diana Perrazzo versus, uh, Tennille Dashwood, which I was looking mm-hmm. forward to. And I think that was a pretty solid match. I agree. I really yeah. like Tennille Dashwood all the way back to, to NXT. Emma. Yeah. 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 I've um, always like been waiting for her to like really 
you know, break through. And right. Impact might be the right place for her. Um, sure. Just Ring of Honor wasn't up. initially. Like, maybe if she went back. Yeah. Now. Um, maybe, yeah. But um, I love uh, uh, Parasso's gimmick, her whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, I don't, one of her seconds, I don't know who it is, but I'm a big Kimberly fan. She was uh, the Chikara Grand Champion uh, yep. for a while. And I think she's a very underrated uh, in-ring tag. It's funny, like, uh, of those two women who feuded and teamed very extensively in Chikara, um, talent-wise, and I like them both a lot, but, like, you know, Kimberly was better than um, Ruby Riot. Um, yeah. But uh, in that saying something, because Ruby Riot, I thought, was very good in her indie days. But, uh, like, I don't know. I like I liked – I thought, like, again, I was tickled that this match was happening because, yeah. again, like, it did one of the – it checked one of the boxes that I believe is, like, a, a writing a show, mm. a, a pay-per-view style show byline because they didn't really seemingly have a lot for them to do, but the fact that it was kind of two heels – yeah, you know. Yeah, they, they um, hyped it up that they don't. Neither of them particularly play by the rules, and right. Um, then there's a psychology of Brazo aiming for the arm a lot, which mm-hmm. is good, like good tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was real, real cool, and it, it, you know, it reminded me of. Um, I I couldn't remember the last time they had done it with like a heel heel thing anywhere. Like you often see that like scientific dream match. The only right. thing I could come up with, and I'm sure it's happened on television style wrestling, is uh. I remember being so intrigued by Rick Martel versus Shawn Michaels at the, at that mm-hmm. WrestleMania, you know, like, uh, and it, uh, it was literally just to do a dumb skit, but, um, the, <laughs> beforehand, but like, you know, I like it. It, 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 it didn't matter, but it was cool because, mm-hmm. um, uh, they, you know, again, it, it was cool to see if you watch that every week to see two of the, perennial bad guys high um <laughs> doing their thing then um yeah doodles is gonna be 14 this year oh so's keaton yeah actually she, i would never guess that either so that's one thing they have in, in common like yeah she still moves you know around like a and acts like a kitten all the time but uh yeah, so yeah for sure i've seen like so yeah i i think that you know again i i i don't i i my enjoyment for it is less than my anything I have to say about it, but like, I thought it was a great match, fun match. Uh, I liked all the, I like all the wrestling that the knockouts division does a lot of good chain wrestling and stuff like that. Right. Um, I enjoyed this and I, you know, I'm always real happy to see Kimberly. Um, even if it's a thing and even if she could out wrestle everybody in the ring and isn't wrestling, but you know, whatever she's on the show, she got paid. And I think that I, I would not take the title off who has the title right now. Same. Yeah. I think Perrazzo's got like some momentum and charisma uh, going for her. That is great to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. I'm happy that Kimberly's in. I forgot that she's on the impact roster, but I'm happy that she landed there. Cause yeah, they do right by their women. I know she's got a tag team with uh, Susan. Who uh, is Susan? She's uh, Sue young. Oh, she like got undemonized. She... Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, I feel like there's going to be a turn coming eventually. Like, I remember seeing this like, what it was like the, like probably before I'd even started doing the show with you, I was watching Impact and I like remember seeing that and be like, oh, that's interesting. So they've just been keeping it going, I guess. Yeah, is that Cor- 
corporate Sue Young. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I, um, wow, I feel bad for not, for not picking I mean, up. She's I mean, she's like, completely done up differently and all that. And right. she wasn't on camera all that often for this. It's match. funny because I felt like she took the strikes like she wasn't a wrestler. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised <laughs> that she was such a high caliber wrestler. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 you know, she, I think that, uh, Perazzo is maybe the next one to cross over to, to, you know, she's going to get to the point soon where she's done everything and she might be the next one to challenge a, a, a dude. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure I've seen her do some, uh, Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, wrestling yeah. And like beyond. Yeah. Um, let's see. So now let's, uh, let's talk about this. This is this main event This uh, the, the forbidden or truly being open when we have Kenny Omega and Rich Swan. I almost said Rich for uh, the Impact or AEW titles. Uh, both of them on the line, double champions, double you know, the belt collector uh, trying to collect another belt. Uh, I think if there's anything, I mean, I thought parts of this match were kind of sloppy though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those things where they're. They're like ambitious, so you can't like get too mad about it. But there were parts mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, uh, that Hurricane Rana did not look like uh, Hurricane Rana, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, and it's also a thing where it's like if you're thinking of like the dream matches for Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. I don't think Rich Swan is on that list. So it's yeah. kind of underwhelming as like a cross promotional match, but it was a very good match. Yeah, um, probably my favorite yeah. on the card. I, I I gave it four and a half stars. I think. Yeah. Um, the botches were e- egregious. Yeah. Like I I in a match with like, you know, where the worst guy in it is Rich Swan, I should at least be able to figure out what the fuck they were trying to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Uh, I. We saw part of the reason Kenny Omega is great because he could have gone at that thing for another forty-five minutes, and Rich Swan just wasn't wasn't there anymore at one point, which really right. brought down the match. And I also think, even though there was a flourish of it, like, uh, and, and you know, I, I think Kofi Kingston did this the best when he won the belt. Mm-hmm. There's like a middle ground. Like, I don't think that MMA promo grim. Rich Juan is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was you a know? tough promo to watch. It was like, oh, you're not, you, you, you did spend a lot of your career as like a, a dancing guy, right? So this is not a this is a weird uh, turn of events for mm-hmm. uh, this character. And having him dance, uh, having him not because when he fought Chris Bay and Moose. Where I don't right. remember why I, I watched that recently. It was Chris Bay and Moose and somebody mm-hmm. else involved that I, I didn't remember. Um, he did do his whole shtick and came out. Mm-hmm. And by not doing that, and again, this is me uh, armchair booking, he didn't look serious to me. He looked more afraid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or by doing it just a little, you know? Like, right. It's, it's not, it, it doesn't come off like he's serious. It comes off like, um, He's shaken by it. Whereas if he was doing his regular thing, it's like, oh, this is just another day in the office for him. Oh shit! Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I was a big boxing fan at one point, and I remember 
when Roy Jones Jr. started losing, mm-hmm. he started. He looked more like Tyson coming to the ring than the guy who danced to the ring with a broken hand and won the fight. Yeah. Like, um, so uh, I, I think that uh, you know, it just that was a that's a critique of character work. Um, I don't know Kenny Omega, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says and anybody who doesn't get it. Kenny Omega is just better than almost everyone. Yep. I know that was like when AEW first started and he got announced for it. This kind of was my biggest fear mm-hmm. that no one in North America is at his level. Right. To the point where like you're, you're going to go from getting like a G1 of like four to five star matches to like one or two of those a year. And I feel like it's yeah. kind of happened and it's been really unfortunate, but like he's still as good as he ever was. Yeah. And he, I don't want to say he carried Rich Swan because Rich Swan's very talented too, but like uh, he definitely brought a certain kind of intensity and theatricality to the match that like elevated it above. Like, I agree. I mean, to be fair to Mr. Swan, in my opinion, there are only three guys as good as Kenny Omega. Yeah. And both right. of them are in New Japan. And for my opinion, that's Okada and uh, the artist formerly known as my second favorite wrestler, Will Ospreay. Right. So, um, but I mean, I'd like to think um, Balor and AJ, who mm-hmm. are on extended vacation, could still hang. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like uh, um, I feel like three of the undisputed era conditioning wise could still hang. Yeah. You know, so uh, the you know the problem is just that of all the choices they had to pin the belt on, I don't know the roster that well. But maybe mm-hmm. Rich Juan wasn't the best choice. Yeah. I I feel like I would have been more hyped to see Moose versus Omega. Maybe. Out of, yeah. Like just visibly, it feels like a little bit more of a match because Omega's um I mean he's he's comes from being a junior, but he's he's very jacked. Right. I think Rich Juan kinda just Rich Juan kinda just looks like an everyman, which is cool, but it's not like it does just doesn't mark it well to my brain mm-hmm. at least. I mean, um, Eddie Edwards could have, yeah, you know, like I don't like that he, you know, dresses like the drummer <laughs> of the Red Hot Chili Peppers now, but like, yeah. um, uh, you know, like he he's you know great Japanese background, probably mm-hmm. like an, a, a a shared understanding. I mean, even though he used to be one of my favorites in PWG, and uh, I'm mostly disinterested him, and more so after this last man standing match, but like. Imagine the conversation and the storytelling that you can have if you're AEW and uh, Impact and it's Callahan Omega and you don't want either of those guys to be your champion. Right. You know, like, so, I mean, there's a lot to, there's a lot to do. uh, And I don't, I think they're still recovering from, they had to shut down, you know, in the middle or in the beginning of trying to rebuild their, you know, uh, their world title division without the person they had originally built it around. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I was disappointed that it was rich one when this came to it, but whatever, like he's got yeah. that one now. Uh, right. And I understand why it is. And I guess that, you know, I don't want to say any federation is more important, but like, I feel like if he does do a cool thing with DDT now, well, maybe mm-hmm. not DDT, but if he does a cool thing with GCW, like right. it will feel like a step back now. A yeah, little that's bit, true. you yeah. know, 
I mean, this match, I think, did a lot for Rich Swan. Um, definitely made him look very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you're right, he did uh, look gassed a little bit at some points and was sloppy into others. Like, he definitely pulled it together towards the end. And, like, that last stretch where they were trading uh, near falls was great. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely was a, it definitely built the right way. Um, especially after the interference cleared up and they still wrestled a little bit. Love the pacing of it mm-hmm. overall. So. Yeah, I, was, he, I, I don't know if I would go four and a half, but I would probably be at like four. His one. face was there for those V triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those look <laughs> like he died. Yeah, like I, I just Omega is so good. Like it's just yeah. crazy. I don't understand. Like, I mean, this is probably the first time that you could see a chink in the armor, mm-hmm. and I feel like it probably wasn't his fault. Yeah. Right, same. I mean, it, it it does nothing to hurt Omega, at the very least, I think. Um, yep. You know, I think people complain, like, oh, he's not doing, like, a five-star match every week. You know, he's, he's on AEW all the time. But it's like, he can't. Uh, right. No one's at that level. So, I'm, you know, like, seeing this and then, uh, like, a, maybe the day I watched it, um, Andrade came out and was, like, challenging Omega for the AAA title. I was like, oh, okay. Nice. Like, that could be good. Yeah, I am very excited for that. I am <laughs> I'm really bummed that I think like AAA America is suing AAA Mexico over, you know, so they can't broadcast in America right now or something like that, but like if that gets cleared up, we're watching Triple Mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. liked Triple Mania last year. Me too. Yeah. Um I think uh with the uh with the Marvel comic characters and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we had just started doing Right, the show. That's um, true. But I, 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 um, I mean, I, the prop. The reason he's not doing it almost doesn't have anything to do with it's that you immediate. If you go on any roster, you immediately drop to that level mm-hmm. of someone who can hang. But they're, for my taste, just not as complete as him. Yeah, you know, like I said, those all those undisputed era guys are close there. They're as good at one thing Kenny Omega does. Uh, Adam Cole is as good of a heel and as good as putting a match together. Kyle O'Reilly is as good from bell to bell. Uh, Roderick Strong could wrestle for 22 years, like without getting gas. Like, so, you know, the problem is that in my opinion, even like when you go, so you have Okada and Osprey. Oh, and in a, Sorry, Kodobushi, right? So right. I feel like they are all in the same conversation. But I feel like there's a bit of a drop to even Naito, right? Yeah. And then uh, and then you got a big a giant drop because you've dropped down to evil or uh and I like them, but like hangman page or you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just you know, so you're it, it's just like you it's a t- you need to have the dance partner to to, right. to be great every time. And this was an instance where and maybe you know, maybe Rich Swan is better now for it. Like, holy shit, I uh, only had a great match in the last quarter of this because I was wrestling a, uh, an elite athlete. Right. Absolutely. Although I will, I I do bet that once they do the Omega Hangman match, I bet that's gonna be that's gonna be like the coming out party for Hangman Page. Right? Yeah, I hope so. It's been good yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, like. When he won this this time, mm-hmm. and this is what's exciting about wrestling, 
the possibilities are literally like only capped by anybody wanting to play ball. Like right. I never even thought of this before, but like other than that, they're both champions and they're both maybe the biggest wrestlers in the world right now. Yeah. There's no story between Omega and Roman Reigns. Right. But there's a story between Polly and Callis. Yep. You uh, know, man, so watching last week's SmackDown, uh, Heyman had a really good promo like right before the main event. And I was just like, man, if only they could work together because just even if like the night before the match was supposed to happen, the world ended, I would be mm -hmm. happy having Callis and Heyman do promos against each other. Right. Uh, you know, just, uh, and I think it would work. I'm, I'm always a fear of like, I remember thinking that I wanted, you know, two of my favorite talkers and two of my favorite brawlers, Roddy Piper and Jerry Lawler to do an angle together until yeah. they did. Right. right. You know, and, and, yeah. and Piper was babbling all over Lawler's uh, timing and Lawler just seemed stagey compared to Crazy Piper. It just didn't work, you know? Yeah. And in yeah. the ring, they just like, you know, stood and threw punches at each other. <laughs> Right. But like, you know, like it, it could work. I'm always worried of things just not True. being good. But I mean, the other thing about Omega that we're not seeing in, in more of the hybrid promotions like uh, Impact and TNA, where guys like Morrissey and uh, Shaq, <laughs> who are just big dudes, are the anomaly and not the, the predominant thing, is yeah. that, you know, we're kind of getting gypped in a way out of the element of Shawn Michaels from Omega, where he can make anybody look good i feel yeah that's true you know yeah i feel like i they, i do think he is often booked into these situations where it's kind of a dream match rather than a situation where like you said like a diesel type or uh right. you know where he might have to carry somebody which yeah would be very interesting mm -hmm. like he's 100 percent responsible for scott hall and kevin nash never having to work again because before they came across him Mm -hmm. and, and you know a couple other guys uh they you know were big dudes yeah <laughs> who were yeah. adequate you know right they were big dudes with attitudes <laughs> but like yeah i love this match stop looking at me like that i know it's time to eat yeah <laughs> um but like yeah, yeah. I, uh, I i i i dug this match me too i i loved i liked it a lot i think um yeah, definitely a pay-per-view worth watching. I know we were critical of it, but that doesn't mean we didn't love it. Um, yeah. It's just like they do, like I said before, they do the stuff that you should be able to take for granted very well. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they do is is kind of newsworthy. Whereas, right. you know, it, it, you don't have, they're not like AEW where every match has like a crazy interference finish. Oh, what's up? There's a remote control car right now doing donuts around my car. <laughs> <laughs> all right i think you gotta go check that out and we should wrap this show up um find us at wrestle down pod uh and also on our uh, check wrestle down pod i got the vimeo and audio links up there um we're gonna play the theme song or the, the closing song uh while mars <laughs> unreal like this is where i live nice hold on you can't I'm going to send this to you. You can't even tell what it is. Uh. <laughs>